The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. If you wish to attract higher levels of good health, personal and interpersonal relationships, and a deeper connection with spirit, you've tuned in at the right time and to the right place. This is Awakened Hearts with Rebecca and Boyd Campbell. In our program, we'll provide intuitive readings, insight, and guidance to help you connect with spirit and experience more from life. Now, here are your hosts, Rebecca and Boyd Campbell. Welcome, everyone. We are thrilled that you have joined us here today. We are your hosts, Rebecca Campbell. And Boyd Campbell. And you are listening to Awakened Hearts on the 7th Wave channel of Voice America Talk Radio. You can contact us by email, hello at sundrahealing.com. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, connect with us on LinkedIn, add us on Google+, and of course, visit our website, sundrahealing.com. Today we have an incredible show lined up and we have Belinda Farrell with us today. She is the author of the book, Find Your Friggin' Joy. Belinda is trained in hypnotherapy, past life regression, NLP, Hawaiian chanting, and ancient Hawaiian healing. Uh, Belinda has, uh, she's trained with Anthony Robbins, huh? done the fireworks, that's very interesting, I've always uh been interested in doing those, Belinda. Uh, so many things. I'm going to let you kind of talk about yourself, but welcome to the show. Well, thank you. It's an honor to be here. Absolutely. So you've had some, you know, uh, definite major challenges in, in your life to date, and maybe you could just give a, a brief overview to start the show so our listeners can connect with who you are. Well, I've always been interested in why people heal and why people don't heal and why people have fears. And I had tons of fears growing up, yet I was always trying to push through some boundaries that adults had set for me. Um, I went to a convent, a Catholic school, and I, the nuns told my mother that I was too joyful and that I needed to suffer more. And I, I guess I've always had kind of a joyful gene and wanted to, you know, make people happy because they seem to be so sad. So, uh, you know, I've, I've always kind of had that lingering in my, in my background. Did some comedies in theater, you know, just to make people laugh. And, you know, but I guess sometimes the deepest sadness is within us. And I had a lot of fears. I had a lot of fears of just being my own person and I always wanted to try to please other people. So when I got divorced at 40, I started um, to explore doing things that I never had done before. And that's when I started with the firewalking and with Tony Robbins. And if that doesn't ever conquer a fear, I don't know what it was. <laughs> Anything will, because you're walking on 2,000 degrees of hot coals. And it's just a real metaphor for your life. 
that if you can successfully walk on hot coals, what else would you be able to accomplish? So I did about 18 of these fire walks, and I burned one severely because I assumed that I'd be all right, and I was focused on my son walking behind me, and you have to be 110% focused and direct on your walking of the coals, and I wasn't, so I burned. And it was a great lesson. Um, The next year, I did a 50-foot fire walk, and I was just totally focused and totally grounded, and it was a perfect, um, it, it, was, it was perfectly executed. And after that, I, it just um, started to open things up, and I started to say, well, what else would I like to do that I've never done? And what came up was that I wanted to drive a race car, but I didn't even know how to drive a stick shift. But you have to just follow through with whatever is coming from your gut because your gut doesn't lie. It tells you the truth. And if you go forward with what your your gut is saying, you're going to be walking right into the dreams that you're that you're manifesting. And so I enrolled in a Grand Prix road racing course at a racetrack and as it turned out I had some talent and they kept me and offered me jobs and I started a stunt driving career. It was amazing. It was just the most exhilarating, most wonderful time in my life, and I was in my 40s. So, again, things were also happening to my physical body. I collapsed with herniated discs after about three years of studying Hawaiian huna in Hawaii, and I I was doing this for other people, but I didn't realize that I was going to have to heal myself, and I followed the recipe that I was taught on how to reach the higher self, how to move out negative thought forms from the body. My back completely healed. I was told I was never going to walk again unless I had surgery, and I just, I wouldn't believe it. I just thought, we have an intelligence inside ourselves, and I had to take responsibility for what I thought, how I created this back to collapse. And when I found out what I had been saying to myself, which was that I couldn't support myself, that I needed other people to support me, my back had listened to that and it collapsed because it's just like a computer listening to everything that we say. The nervous system and the immune system, they're all live, you know, it's not, intelligence is just not in our brains, it's all over our bodies. And so, again, when I healed completely from this, it was as though someone had given me the keys to the castle or to the, to, to the lottery or whatever it was that was so overwhelmingly a gift yeah. that you can heal yourself. And I was just completely sold on just trying to teach this to other people or share this information with other people. And that's how my journey really started. And then, of course, you always have a lot of life's challenges. And as I got a little bit older, well, eight years ago, my my son committed suicide. Um, He saw me heal completely, but he could not go there with his own back, and he had surgeries that gave him horrible pain, and so he was dependent on prescription drugs, and that's what eventually Mm, um, killed him. Yeah. Yeah. 
Wow. So it's just so hard. The grief goes so deep. And I think it's because we love so deep that the grief just fills up with scars, scar tissue. And you never know how the waves, you know, will rise and fall in you. And it's very hard to do anything when you're in, in grief. I had a, an abundance of it. And then I lost all my money in a Ponzi scheme at the same time. So it was a lot just to keep yourself together. And that's, you know, life throws you these things. I did not know what to do until a friend took me to see um, a film that featured Dr. Eric Pearl from The Reconnection and Dr. Bruce Lipton. He's um, a doctor that teaches other doctors how to be doctors, but he's an amazing um just just an amazing person who sees beyond and knows exactly how fear and not fear relate to us in our bodies. And he wrote The Biology of Belief as well. And so I saw this film and I saw Dr. Pearl doing this a pulling of frequencies without touching the person. And he, there was a child in a wheelchair with cerebral palsy and Dr. Pearl did about three sessions with him just feeling, finding, and stretching frequencies. And this little boy, whom everybody had given up on, had walked out of the wheelchair and was on the playground playing. And to me, that was something I really wanted to learn how to do. (laughs) So I got my own reconnection, my own reconnective healing. And after my session, my grief was lifted. I was light again. The joy had come back. This woman who had done the session on me knew nothing about me, nothing of my past, nothing that I had lost my son. It just, when you go into a session, the frequencies, and they are of the higher divinity, of your higher self. It's like an equation you step into. They know where you need to have balance. And so they find that, and it's restored. You you get a healing it's either emotional, mental, physical, or spiritual. For me, it was all of that. And I was just hooked. I learned how to do it. I've been doing that ever since, in addition to the Hawaiian healing, which is more of a self-healing, whereas the reconnection, you have to do it to somebody. And there you have it in a nutshell. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. I was going to ask you what happened when... uh, with the grief because as you said you had healed your spine and then right. uh, losing your son and uh, the the Ponzi scheme and everything that hit you know did did any of the physical issues from the spine and what you had dealt with before did any of those kind of start to resurface at all or was it no, just a new because I had I had found out what I had been saying to myself, so I did never want to go back there saying that I couldn't be supported. Mm. Because when you're saying things to yourself, and I guess I'd been saying them all my life because I grew up in a family where there was a lot of lack. They had gone through the depression, and there wasn't, you know, we, we, weren't, um, we weren't poor, but we weren't rich. And there was always this fear that there wouldn't be enough money Abundance was a big issue. So you take on those beliefs and you get frozen in those beliefs. Once I realized that that's what I had been doing, 
I would never want to go back to that thought form again. So consciously, I would say, you know, thank you for supporting me. Thank you for supporting me and, and just talking to my back and to my spine. The grief went into a different place. It tears at the heart. Mm. And my, the heaviness in my body was almost greater than the pain that I had in my spine. But I knew I had to stay strong. I couldn't fall away. My daughter was there to help me and uh, give me a place to live. I had a grandson, and he was not quite two, and so it was taking care of him that I think healed me because children are so joyful. And I had to find some kind of joy to play with him. And Right. So that's, you know, again, you have to take responsibility, and I never wanted to, to be a burden to, to my family or to anyone. So I did what I could, but it was very difficult. It was very hard. Hmm. Belinda, we're just, uh, on that note here, we're going to take a two-minute break, and okay. we will see everybody back here on the other side of two minutes. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Rebecca and Boyd have combined their years of experience to create a powerful and effective modality of healing. Each session is unique, tailored to your individual needs, and can be done in person or from any distance. Are you searching for your purpose, soul path, soulmate, or healing for mind, body, and spirit? Are you seeking relief from anxiety, depression, chronic illness, fatigue, or codependency? Book a healing session or receive a free email consultation today. Visit the services page at sundrahealing.com. Rebecca and Boyd have combined their years of experience and their twin flame connection to create powerful, transformational journeys through their classes, workshops, special events, and retreats. Join Rebecca and Boyd on your journey to deepen your connection with spirit and access divine intelligence. This allows healing, creates miracles, and manifests a life of joy and abundance in alignment with your highest good. Visit the classes page of sunderhealing.com and register today. Want to know what's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network host? How about what's new with our network? Make sure you check out the iRadio blog, a look at what's hot at Voice America and beyond. Visit www.iradioblog.com today. Get the inside scoop on every channel on our network, including breaking news, featured guests, blog posts from our hosts, and much more. Make sure you sign up for our newsletter for even more inside action. Visit iradioblog.com today and stay connected. Become a member of VoiceAmerica.com. It's easy and best of all, it's free. Start out by going to our homepage or any of our channels and click register at the top. Once you've created an account and signed in, you can create your own custom library, opt into our newsletter, search by show, host, guest, or topic of interest, or browse millions of hours of content across all of our Voice America radio channels. Membership gets you more. Visit VoiceAmerica.com today to get started and tailor the listening experience to your taste. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Be extraordinary. Be the change. You are listening to Awakened Hearts. 
To call in and connect to Rebecca and Boyd Campbell on today's program, please call 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to hello at sundrahealing.com. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back, everyone. We have Belinda Farrell here with us today, and we're talking about her book titled Find Your Friggin' Joy. Uh, Love the title and love the book. (laughs) I'm almost all the way through it, Belinda. Um, (laughs) Really, really fascinating. You know, your story is very inspirational, but the way that the book is written is uh, I just find it's really easy to follow and it's straightforward. It makes sense. There's no, you know, complicated uh, processes or things that we really have to grasp uh, to be able to put some things in motion. So I just wanted to thank you for that and, and for the way that you've put it together. Well, I appreciate that. I wanted to reach people that wouldn't know anything about healing otherwise and that they would get it. Because, you know, to find the truth within ourselves, it's it's simple. We, we make it difficult. So, if, you know, you just come like a, like a little child would come and just, you know, you, you forgive yourself. You accept yourself the way you are. It's really about forgiveness and acceptance, I think. Absolutely. Actually, I want to, you were talking about um, the firewalks that you were doing. Right. Um, so that's always fascinated me, uh, but I would... I would have a heck of a time overcoming the fear aspect of that. Can you Well, Tony spends a lot of time going over your fears, and you get to write everything down of what you're afraid of. And before you even walk on the fire, he'll take you out there to look at it and to throw this piece of paper into the fire, you know, as though you're throwing your fears away. And then he gets you... He gets you ready physically through breathing. And when I studied Huna, and in the first level of Huna, we studied the elements that, that we're earth, air, fire, and water. And so when you become one with the fire through your breath and you breathe deeply and you work yourself up to this kind of fiery breath, you don't burn. It's, it's interesting. You become one with that fire element, and you just don't burn. Yeah, so amazing. the next step would be become one with the water and try to walk on the water. Hmm. Wow. Well, definitely but I didn't realize if you, if you why <laughs> that worked. You know, why, why was I successful walking, and why are thousands of people successful walking on the fire? And by mm-hmm. studying the huna and the elements and the ancient way that people understood the elements, um, I, I found out that that's why it worked. Well, thank you. Also, I'm wondering how emotions um, affect our body. And, and you refer to, um, in your book, a plaque of your soul. Can you uh, elaborate a little soul, bit on yeah. that first? Well, the unconscious mind runs our body. There's an unconscious part of us, because you don't tell your heart to beat. You're doing the show. You're not guiding your heart. It's doing it automatically, right? Yeah. Right. (laughs) So, yeah, so everything is being done at this unconscious level. And doctors and scientists have identified the unconscious mind as a very 
small child. It's like a little child. It's, it's like a computer even. And it's listening to everything our conscious mind says. So we're actually telling it what to do by our emotions about how we respond to things. So if we're, if we're already geared to some type of fear from the past when we see a mouse running across the, the carpet, we'll start to shriek and there'll be a chemical that will be, you know, excreted from our, our bodies into our nervous system and it lowers the immune system and lowers the healing energy. That's what fear does. But when you're exhilarated and you're happy, you can even make chemicals that will cure cancer. I, I remember hearing Deepak Chopra talk about interleukin-2, which is a chemical that's created when we're very exhilarated, very happy, very, very joyful. And the pharmaceutical companies sell interleukin-2 in $40,000 a course to heal kidney cancer. Wow. You have to pay for it, but you can make millions of dollars of that if you just stay, you know, excited and high, like maybe, I don't know, going on a roller coaster ride or going to the zoo or going to the beach or just being happy. Your body is making that interleukin too when you're in very stressful times. You lower all of that capacity to make that chemical. So we're just a, a pharmacy inside ourselves, and it is based on our emotions. That's amazing. Hmm. Yeah, that's a, that's a perfect analogy. Now I just find it very, of- um, very interesting that we're in charge. You know, yes. we have an intelligence. Our conscious minds are working with the unconscious, So, you know, if you want to take a deep breath, you can just say, okay, I'm going to take a deep breath or I'm going to go for a walk. You know, you're in charge of guiding that little unconscious mind all the time. And when I studied the HUNA, it was trying to get the emotions that were buried at that unconscious level, trying to get them to open up so I could get closure on it and so that the unconscious could work unencumbered by those negative thought forms that created that plaque around it. Because right now it's working based on the blueprint that you have presently. And Mm. it can work 100% better and more efficiently if that plaque is removed. And that's where the forgiveness process comes in. So I'm curious, how many levels are there to HUNA and how long did it take you to learn that? That's a good question. I'm still learning. Still learning. <laughs> I, I always feel like I'm a student. Um, I studied HUNA. Well, I've been studying it for the last 20-some-odd years. I've been teaching it four levels, four different levels. I have someone coming tomorrow for a level two. He took level one about six months ago. There are some symbols that have been found in a manuscript in the 1800s, and it's the, the original is in... Um, museum in Honolulu and these symbols are like they're like languages that come from above and half of them work on the material plane and the other half work on the spiritual plane so it's like learning another language and they're just they're amazing they can help um, take out you know earth energies from a room you know put um, 
an invisible shield on your car, your house, or whatever you need protection from. They're just amazingly powerful with symbols, and they're used for the light. And, of course, there's the chance. The chance has these frequencies that, again, you know, they... They oversee the English language because we we just don't have the communication skills. English is like such a young young language, but the chants are sounds, just like the dolphins make sounds, and they help to heal us and put us into an unconditional loving place. So they're they're just more powerful. They go deeper, you know, than our ordinary language. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Yes, it does. Yeah. Perfect sense. Hmm. Dolphins, since you talked about the dolphins. Dolphins, yes. <laughs> tell us, tell us how, how dolphins came into your life. Oh, my goodness. Well, I was going to Hawaii to study hypnosis and to study NLP, and I had no intention of doing this Hawaiian huna until, you know, some of the Hawaiians came in and started to show us the chants and then teach us the ancient forgiveness process the Ho'oponopono and I had some results you know when you have results you get excited about something and so I had results that I was lifting some of the burdens that I was holding on my shoulders and we were doing a higher self connection which is as I explain in the book it's like 10 minutes of ha breathing sets of four where you're taking the breath all the way to the top of your head, like filling a glass of water. And as you do that, you give permission to the unconscious mind to open up this bevy or this chamber of past lives or past emotions. And so as I was doing all of that, this is so I was inviting the higher self to come into my, into my psyche. And instead of something I thought would be a higher self, I got dolphins and whales coming in. And I had never, ever had them on my radar, ever, because I just never wanted to be in the water. But all of a sudden, these dolphins and whales started coming in, and I just felt exhilarated and just um, so much at peace. And then that night is when dreams started coming in with dolphins, and they were teaching me how to swim. And I'd get up in the morning, and I'd want to be with them, but I was afraid of the water. But I'd want to be with them, but I thought, I don't want to go in the water. But it just, they just kept being there. You know, every night I had these dolphin dreams. And then finally, a friend of mine took me out into the water. I had a death grip on his arm. In fact, there's still scars on his arm from my fingernails. That's how scared I was. But I went out there, and I could hear the whales. We didn't see any dolphins that first day, but I got over the fear of going through the waves. And then the next time we did it, a bottlenose dolphin came and looked at us and wouldn't leave us alone. He just stared, and he could feel that he was downloading some information. And I slept for about six hours after that encounter. It was just incredible, and then I was hooked. It was as though... I had overcome the fear, and all I wanted to do was be with these. They were, like, familiar. And I have, I have read where dolphins 
and humans are related in some strange way, 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 way back. Mm-hmm. We have a relationship, so they really want to come and seek out humans to be with us again, to play with us, and to teach us, you know, how to be unconditional love. They, they don't have the beta self-talk that we have. They're in the theta and the alpha. So when they see us, they, they sonar us, and so we drop all this negativity, and we're just in this loving place. You might fall in love with the person you're swimming next to. <laughs> so, <laughs> yep, that's how that happened. Hmm. I had the opportunity to swim with the dolphins twice when I was younger. Uh, it wasn't in the wild, and you know, at this point, I would I would never go again to support anywhere where they're, um, you know, in captivity and, and not allowed right. out. But uh, it was nonetheless life changing for me as well. Uh, the connection and the healing and the energy that comes from yeah. them. Uh, and their, like you say, they their desire to interact with humans. It it's uh, it's hard to find words to explain it. Really, there are no words. <laughs> no, it, it, no, it goes beyond language because it's of the heart. It's feeling. It's the sense of connection and bonding and universal. You know, universal love. When, when I take people out to see them, I emphasize how the dolphins represent our breath because they have to come up, they're conscious breathers, they have to come up every seven minutes to breathe or they'll die. And like the dolphins, if we don't take that deep cleansing breath to the top of our head, we die a spiritual death. A lot of people are in fight or flight. You know, they're breathing through their chest. They're shallow breathing. And that's how you create depression and anxiety. That's the recipe for that. So the dolphins remind us to take this deep, wonderful cleansing breath through the nose and then ha out through the mouth and do it just all during the day. It's like a meditation. And you watch them swimming with their pods and how easily it is for one dolphin to become the leader and to and the others just follow in unison cohesiveness cooperation and you watch that and when somebody else decides they want to lead they take the lead and the others will follow it's just beautiful to watch oh that we would do that ourselves right Mm, wouldn't that be wonderful yeah yeah definitely they they really teach us that pod mind you know the pod mind and the breath so they are my drug of choice that's why i have to go every year i take people you know they rent me for a, a week from sunday to saturday and we call in the dolphins. We, I teach ancient Hawaiian healing there. It's a real transform, transformational journey. That sounds amazing. It does sound amazing. It sounds right up my alley. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me know. <laughs> yeah, oh, I will. We will be letting you know for sure. Yeah. I've been searching for a couple years now for swimming with the dolphins in the wild and and reconnecting with them. Uh, There is such a familiarity there. I feel at home uh, when I'm with them in a way I never have 
before ever. So, uh, so wonderful that we've crossed paths because now I know exactly where to come to to do that. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> and you said well, now you live night. right every year. It's always um, I just say thank you and be in gratitude because we never know from one year to the next, you know, if it will happen again. So. I make the dates and I, you know, do my due diligence and then the rest kind of falls into place. If it's meant to Mm -hmm. be, it will be. Exactly. We're going to take a short break here, everyone, and we will see you on the other side of two minutes. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Rebecca and Boyd have combined their years of experience and their twin flame connection to create powerful, transformational journeys through their classes, workshops, special events, and retreats. Join Rebecca and Boyd on your journey to deepen your connection with spirit and access divine intelligence. This allows healing, creates miracles, and manifests a life of joy and abundance in alignment with your highest good. Visit the classes page of sunderhealing.com and register today. Rebecca and Boyd have combined their years of experience to create a powerful and effective modality of healing. Each session is unique, tailored to your individual needs, and can be done in person or from any distance. Are you searching for your purpose, soul path, soulmate, or healing for mind, body, and spirit? Are you seeking relief from anxiety, depression, chronic illness, fatigue, or codependency? Book a healing session or receive a free email consultation today. Visit the services page at sundrahealing.com. Want to know what's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network host? How about what's new with our network? Make sure you check out the iRadio blog, a look at what's hot at Voice America and beyond. Visit www.iradioblog.com today. Get the inside scoop on every channel on our network, including breaking news, featured guests, blog posts from our hosts, and much more. Make sure you sign up for our newsletter for even more inside action. Visit iradioblog.com today and stay connected. Become a member of VoiceAmerica.com. It's easy and best of all, it's free. Start out by going to our homepage or any of our channels and click register at the top. Once you've created an account and signed in, you can create your own custom library, opt into our newsletter, search by show, host, guest, or topic of interest, or browse millions of hours of content across all of our Voice America radio channels. Membership gets you more. Visit VoiceAmerica.com today to get started and tailor the listening experience to your taste. Visionary. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to Awakened Hearts. To call in and connect to Rebecca and Boyd Campbell on today's program, please call 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to hello at sundrahealing.com. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back, everyone. We are talking with Belinda Farrell today. She is the author of the book, Find Your Friggin' Joy. Uh, talking a lot about uh, Hawaiian healing techniques and a reconnective healing technique. And uh, Boyd, I think you had a question. Yeah, I'm, I'm wondering 
how our energy is like money. What did you mean by that? Oh, that's a really interesting quote that I put out there. Well, you have only so much energy given to you a day. Let's say you get about 100 bucks of energy a day. If you start out in your car and you get upset at somebody who's, you know, passed you by and cut in front of you and you get really mad and the, you know, the blood vessels are bursting out of your head, you've probably used about 80 bucks of that energy. And by the time you get to work and you're sitting down and your boss tells you something you didn't want to hear, there goes the other 20 bucks. So you've spent. (laughs) your energy, you start getting tired, you start going into deficit. By the time you get home, all we want to do is lay on the couch or pull the covers over you. That's where your energy is like money. You have to save it. Decide consciously, do I want to get pissed off or do I want to just get a little bit annoyed and spend maybe 80 cents instead of 80 bucks? You just become more conscious of how you're spending your money. Scientists have even said now and doctors that, you know, getting angry tears at the heart muscle. It releases a Mm. chemical that bruises your heart muscle. And too many of those tears can cause heart attacks. Heart attacks are one of the leading causes of death in this country. People get angry. You know, they don't know how to reduce that, that anger and they pay the price with their heart. So... Mm. That's, yeah. that's what I mean by that. Just becoming more conscious of how you're spending your emotions because your emotions are releasing chemicals all the time. Right. So is this where you practice um, forgiveness, self-forgiveness, forgiveness of others as well? Is that one of the things that would help with this? Yes. When, when something cords, comes yeah. up that, you know, I get, I'm human. <laughs> Everybody is, mm-hmm. we have emotions. Absolutely. And if I get angry or if I get sad or something, I just right away go into just saying, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I love you. I forgive you. Thank you. And I say that as a mantra because I know it's connecting with my higher part of me, the higher self. And the higher self forgives you for everything. You've never done anything wrong. It's just your ego that keeps you thinking you know, that you're guilty, that you're shameful, that you're this, you're that. But the ego is trying to kill you because he's all about the body and he has no connection to your higher self. So when things come up, I just, you know, try to see them down below me. I put them very tiny down below me because they're just a projection of my interpretation based on my experiences from the past. And so it's all about me. Anyway, the person that does something to you is that, that button pusher. You know, he pushed your button so that you'd respond in a certain way. And if you just realize it's, it is all about you and you just forgive yourself, I'm sorry, I love you, I forgive you, thank you, say that you'll feel 100% better. And I do cord cutting at night. I have a ritual when I take a bath. I'll put myself down below me and see myself up above and just see everything that I have invested in that day that's not been for my highest good and just cut the cords. Cutting the cords means I'm forgiving myself for my interpretation about that incident or about that person. So 
So the chords are my interpretation. That's my film, my movie, mm-hmm. my story. Does that make sense? Absolutely. I like the way you put that. Yes, it does. Different. Yeah. Uh, yeah I've never ex- heard anybody explain it that way before. I like that. Yeah. It's all about us. Yeah. So, so what? <laughs> and it's not. Uh, the, um, well, darn. So we can't blame other people anymore? <laughs> no. They're just our soulmates that helped us find out where it was that we needed to fix, you know. We needed to heal it. So there are button pushers. I think I have a chapter in the book on that. Yeah, yeah, our teachers. Reconnective healing is not a technique. It's a really, it's a free-form way of connecting with frequencies that are around us all the time and we kind of step into an equation and we go where these where we feel these frequencies and we stretch them and we play with them there's absolutely no technique to reconnective healing but when we do the reconnection that's a two day that's a much more different process and there are drawings that are traced on our acupuncture points and there's specific drawings, and those reconnect us back to um, an axiotonal system or a star system in the universe that is of our highest, highest self. So what that does is it accelerates you onto your life path. Whatever it is your soul has brought you here to do, that's what it does. I had my reconnection done, and that's when I got the message that I was to write this book. Before that... I would never have been disciplined enough to do it. I, I didn't want to sit down and write a book. You know, you, I, I wanted to go out and play. <laughs> so as soon as I had the reconnection done, they told me I was, whoever was talking in my ear, you're going to do this and you're going to love it. And I went, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and in true, it was absolutely true. It took three years and that's that's all I did, but it was it was a a job of joy, a joyful job. Hmm. And the reconnective healing, the reconnection, is that something that typically you would experience once, or is that something that one would do again? There are, are practitioners in your area. You can go on the reconnections website. And look for practitioners, and there should be people that are within, you know, a certain distance. And if you get a healing, the healings are usually one to three sessions. They last, they're about, you're you're on the table for about 35 minutes. And you can have one to three, not, not any more at any given time, just about three healing sessions. The reconnection, the two-day one with the drawings, that's done only once in your lifetime. Once mm. you're reconnected, you are reconnected. And so, as I said, that's just once in a lifetime, and you have to be in the presence of a practitioner who does that to you. I can do reconnective healing over the phone. I can do long-distance reconnective healing over the phone or in person. The distance, distance okay. sessions. Yeah. yeah. Sounds a lot like Reiki. Yeah, I'm curious what the similarities but it's not. are. Uh, Boyd it's and I do not. It's um, not an energy. Karuna Reiki, which was developed um, by William Lee Rand in Hawaii as well. 
Right. Um, this is this is different. Scientists have examined the reconnective healing. They have studied the um, the frequencies. They, there's even a book that was written by scientists, and it's it's called um, Science Confirms Reconnective Healing, and it features uh, Professor William Teller, Gary Schwartz, um, Eric Pearl. There's all these scientists that have been studying how people heal so quickly from just one or two or three sessions. Hmm. Very interesting. So, we'll have to look into it more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Reiki is more, they call it an energy. And when you move away from something where you've given energy, it dissipates. With reconnective healing, you can move away from the client or the patient and it gets stronger. The frequencies are dialed up. They're stronger. So it's, it's different from Reiki. Hmm. We're dealing with frequencies here instead of energy. Hmm. My mind's going. I'm going and I'm going to have to let my mind go on its own path after the show to figure. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So when, you, when you're at home and you're talking about um, doing the clearing and... and um, uh, clearing words you talk about here as well and invoking a higher power uh, to neutralize mm-hmm. energy associated with a person or place or thing. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Well, um, give me words, a specific yeah. question when I'm neutralizing. Okay, you're talking about the self-forgiveness. Yes. When I'm yes. saying I'm sorry, I love you, I forgive you, those words are like an eraser that erase the, the meaning or the cords that have connected me to that person, place, or thing down below me on this stage. Right. So what, is, what so happens to the energy and the emotions? That's what it does. Your, your words are powerful. Mm-hmm. You know, they're extremely powerful. You're a magician. You're creating magic all the time just with your thoughts. So the Hawaiians just believed that that all problems begin as a thought, okay? But having the thought is not the problem. We're the problem. These thoughts are are filled with all of our painful memories of persons and places and things. And our intellect is trying to work really hard to correct these problems or to manage the problems. But that's all it can do. It can manage it. People go out, they drink, they, they go shopping, they'll do anything to push the problems back down inside them. Right? Does that sound familiar? Yes. yes. It doesn't solve the problem. You want to let them go. So when you do this self-forgiveness process, this Ho'oponopono, divinity takes the thought and neutralizes it. You neutralize the energy that you associate with that person, that place, or that thing. You want to purify that energy with the words, I love you, I forgive you, thank you. It's a purification process. The energy doesn't just get neutralized, it just gets released into the void. It goes into the the place where the Buddhists call the void. In Hawaiian, it's called the Io. Hmm. And... It, then that void comes in and it's, it's filled with light or you feel lighter. You don't even have to know what that problem is. 
you just have to notice that whatever you were experiencing is gone. Very cool. So mm. you just say, I'm sorry. I forgive you. Thank you. So how does this work with um, post-traumatic stress syndrome? Well, I had some post-traumatic stress. There was a murder that was done here about three years ago in the neighborhood, and I was here when the shots were fired and saw the perpetrator and saw him get killed, and it was just horrific. I couldn't sleep. I couldn't close my eyes without the sounds of the gunshots and... Um, I started to do this chant, the EO chant, and it just completely erased it. It goes in. I can do it for you right now. If you want to take whatever you have, you just breathe it back to this place which is of creation. It's like behind your eyes. It's in the purple black. It's in the, it's in the purple. It's called the void. And as you come back in with your... With your breath, your exhale, you say, you chant the word, breathe back again, and then, for 11 times taking back the problem and then as you exhale it comes in on that EO chant and it's like a cosmic eraser it's the um, quantum space of the quantum physicist and it just erases what you were holding on to at that cellular level yeah, so you let it go mm-hmm. when you were doing that you could, I could feel um, certain chakras are being activated when you were doing that as well yeah Right, it's uh, the, um, the spelling of it, and it's, it's in my book. It's an I apostrophe O. The I has an E sound, so it's E O. Kind of sounds like old MacDonald had a farm. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't it? That came later, but they may have gotten it from that EO chant. E-I-E-I-O. There you go. <laughs> Now, what is the significance of the number 11 there? It's just a power number. It's yep. just a very power completion number. It's just effective. I don't know. Hmm. 11 times, so. Okay. And touching your ear to your nose. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Standing on one foot. I'm just kidding. <laughs> No, but just, I can say it sometimes if my mind is racing and I, you know, I've done too much and I haven't relaxed to go to sleep at night, I'll do that EO chant. It puts me right to sleep. Right to sleep. Yeah. And one of my CDs is the dream chant, which is called Sleepy Time Chant. And that one quiets the conscious mind so that you go into the dream time and it just... Um, amazing sends you like from a solid to a liquid so you become like the divine alchemist you know and change from one state to the next so that you can receive the messages from your higher self that eo chant is very powerful 
getting rid of PTSD. Mm. Now, for your for the CD and for all of the other things that you do and that you offer, Belinda, how can we find those? How can we reach you? I guess to let our listeners know how to get a hold of you as well. Well, my website is Huna Healing, H-U-N-A Healing. Dot com, and there it has um, the spiritual journeys about the dolphin trips. Uh, there's a PDF file on the dolphin trip there for this next year. For this year, um, has information on the Huna seminars, the reconnection um, testimonials, pictures of the dolphins. <laughs> so that would be it. And how? Then there's a store there. They can buy the CDs. They're available on MP3s as well. And um, there's also a DVD on the dolphin seminars. So it's a, a pictorial of all the dolphins swimming and uh, snorkeling with them. And then the sleepy time chant is the sound underneath that. So that's, that's real special, too. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I think we'll be getting one of those. Yeah. And do you find, then, are the... Are the dolphins generally incorporated into uh, any of the healing classes uh, that you do in Hawaii? Um, they're always there. They're always there. I, I refer people to my good friend Celeste in Hawaii. They have a university course where they've, they've logged in about 55,000 hours of swimming with dolphins. And so they have a... They have a course where you can keep, you know, that frequency alive, and they have books and tapes and things like that available as well. So I, I kind of um, suggest that you go to that site, Celestial Sonics, um, you know, just to get more connection with the dolphins. Hmm. Wonderful. Thank you for sharing that one as well. Yeah, she's Joan Ocean. I don't know if you've heard of her. She's one of the foremost um, researchers on dolphin behavior, and she's a, a psychologist. She's been living on the Big Island for many, many, many years. She was one of my first teachers. And um, But they go on boats to meet the dolphins. They'll take boats to go out there. When When we swim, we swim out from shore. So the dolphins are more staying put for a while. Right. And right. I'm just not a boat lover. I just kind of like to swim out from shore. <laughs> mm, yes, that would be beautiful. Well, Belinda, we are at the end of the show. It always seems to go so fast. Time just... is expanding. It's not just <laughs> going fast. It's expanding. <laughs> yes. I like that. We just yeah, want to so we can receive so more much. information. We're being yeah. able to receive more information because it is expanding. Mm. Yeah, actually, that's a perfect way to describe that, isn't it? Yeah. It's been such a pleasure to have you here today, Belinda. Thank you so much oh, for sharing this space with you. us. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. And much love and have a fabulous, fabulous year. Yes, same to you. And we will be in touch about coming to Hawaii to see you. Okay. Aloha. Uh, Mahalo. 
Oh. <laughs> Aloha, mahalo. <laughs> Thank you so much to all of our listeners. Uh, join us next week, same time, same place, to further awaken, grow, and expand on this amazing spiritual journey together. Don't miss it, the show next week. From our hearts to yours, namaste. namaste. Thank you for tuning in this week to Awakened Hearts. Please join your hosts, Rebecca and Boyd Campbell, again next Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Until our next show, have an enlightened week.